I guess we'll... Hey, let's dive in, Doug. Mm-hmm. Boost poop. Boost poop. <laughs> um, they're probably going to be real disappointed this week. I don't have any poop stories. Mm. Any weird poop happen to you? No. Oh, God. I you poop know on the rig. You know what? My son had a total blowout shit all over my couch, so that did happen. Really? Yeah. All over, like, one specific cushion. And the we, fun of shit never stops in the Holland household. It doesn't. If it's not the dad, it's the baby. And uh, I have scrubbed and... Or the wife getting <laughs> uh, a mister full of cat pee and uh, spraying it around the house. Mm, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, no, he did. And I have scrubbed that cushion. And I have like a little carpet cleaning thing and i've mm-hmm. used that and and every once in a while i'll be sitting there and i just go hmm, yeah it still smells like shit in here so mm, shit whiff yeah and now cat pee whiff so hey guys come over to my house we'll have a party well the party never stops yeah i mean literally have an oxyclean party <laughs> literally the people in my house are so excited we can't control our bowels or bladders so um, don't need nothing. <laughs> uh, it's a filled with shit and piss. Uh, it's a rocking good time. Welcome to the Carpenter Rants. Two nobodies discuss the master works of a master carpenter. And we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm dead. All right. Hey, Doug, what's going on, man? I'm eating uh, Taco Bell nacho fries. Um, How you feel about them? They are delicious. Yeah, you're pro nacho fry. Um, they were fine, yeah. I wasn't like... I didn't... Uh, I expected uh, mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they would be bad. No, I didn't think but they were. But they are delicious. I like, highly recommend them. I actually like the fries. They're not bad. Like The fries, fries. are good on their own, but yeah. if you put it with that yellow cheese product that they mm. give you, they supply you to dip with. Doug, I got to tell you, I love yellow cheese product. Mm. Good night, folks. All right. <laughs> and that was this week's episode of Yellow Cheese Product. <laughs> um... No, this week, of course, we are talking about... Nacho fries. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Developed in... uh, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Oh. I don't know the history of nacho fries. They've been around for a while, like I was telling you. They were in other countries before they were here. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know why we're always the last to get things. Maybe because we're so health conscious, yet we're fat as shit. Isn't it weird though that like the the healthier countries have like the weirder shit? It's because it's because <clears throat> America will be like those are fucked up. I gotta eat them every single day. Yep. Whereas like Europeans are like, oh, this is fucked up. Mm, yeah, I had it that one time. Now that once, yeah. yeah. Now let's walk everywhere we go. <laughs> it was the best Norwegian accent I've ever heard. <laughs> Welcome to the Carpenter Rans. Oh, Jean Carpenter. I turned Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Um, 
Sorry, no. other people. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, this week we're talking about uh, In the Mouth of Madness. Dun, dun, dun. The riots began because the stores could not meet the demand of Sutter Kane's novel, In the Mouth of Madness. Kane disappeared two months ago without a trace. I'm the guy that writes horror books. You can forget about Stephen King. Kane outsells them all. I need to know if he's alive or dead, and I need that book. It's a setup. It's a I just have to work out how it's set up. Kane's writing has been known to have an effect on his readers. See this? It's a map. This whole thing has been staged. You just get out. This is not reality. It's all happening for real, Trent. That's, you know what? It sounds a little bit like the theme of the movie, which is a super rockin' theme song. That is a super rip-off of Inner Sandman. Yeah, it absolutely is. It sounds so much like Metallica. Also, uh, this was released February 3rd, 1995. Okay, I was curious It was a budget that. of $8 million. Okay, I can see that. Um, but it only made $8.9 million. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it more than more than paid for itself by the time home video came out, but um Yeah, it made its money back. Yeah, but not much care. yeah, it would that would be a that would be a flop. Because yep. they probably spent much more than that on marketing the movie. Probably. Which um, is understandable because this movie is not a um, audience-friendly romp. Not at all. <laughs> it is really bizarre and complicated the way Carpenter films are. Like, in the beginning, his movies were a little more straightforward. And now we're in this period of Carpenter movies where the, you gotta you got to work a little harder to, like, get out of it. You know, it's not just... It's not, you're not turning your brain off to go see a movie like this. Yeah. It's not Transformers Six. You know, this is a it's a thinking man. Which was film. weird because the guy who wrote this <laughs> wrote Freddy's Dead. Wrote Freddy's Dead, which is probably one of the worst horror movies ever made. Yeah, and then he wrote the story treatment for Judge Dredd, starring the Stallone. Stallone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my wife has never seen that movie, but um, I yell I am the law! around my house a lot. So. Um, she doesn't need to see it because that's really all it is. Pretty much. Um, it's to see Dread starring uh, Carl Urban. Yes, that's, that's his name. I was about movie. to say uh, Keith Urban. Do- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was to say Doctor McCoy. Didn't he play Bones? Yeah, in the he new did. One? Yeah. Um, that's an awesome movie. I hope they make another one of those. Um, With Dread? Yeah, they were supposed to, but I don't yeah. know what happened to it. I think it's just taking a little longer because it wasn't like a huge smash success. But it, it also was, was kind of a smaller budget movie. So. It was. Um, hopefully we get another one of those. Dread's cool, folks. Check it out. Also watch Check Judge Dread. It is a lot of fun. It, it is. is a movie that is uh, 
has been made and it is out there to see. And my dad and I watched it together a bunch. Mm. So I've only seen it like once. Oh, um, check it out. <laughs> it's not good, um, but it is somehow a lot of fun. It's it's fun the way Batman and Robin is for me. I really mm. I really enjoy gotcha. it. Gotcha. Um, it's it's probably a better watch than that, but not not much better. Um, in the Mouth of Madness, I was talking about the theme because like. It is an awesome theme, like really gets you jacked, but like it doesn't really fit the it tone of this movie fit. at all. <laughs> I like it, it's but it's just like to me, this movie feels very akin to uh, Prince of Darkness. So yes. I feel like a Prince of Darkness type <laughs> score would have worked better on this. The film. score in this movie is zero effective. Yeah, it's. Um, and it we're was not, uh, John Carpenter and Jim Lang. Jim Lang, who also worked on Body Bags. So we're out of the Alan Howarth era. Because mm-hmm. I think the last movie he worked on was They Live. So I don't know why. Um, could have been Alan Howarth was just like, hey, I'm going my own way. But, or, you uh, can go your own way. Or, you know, is sometimes, you know, like uh, Gary Kibb is still the DP for the rest of these movies. So Woo, and I've got some shit to say about him. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Well, go ahead. What's up with it? Man, he sucked it big time in this movie. You didn't like it? The cinematography in this what, movie though? is just... It looks like it's fucking TV. Yeah, it It's not good. Yeah. This this movie... Now, I like this movie. Yeah, I Don't get too. me wrong. I'm, this is a problematic movie that I really liked, but it it has got some issues. Um, It dropped the ball, because mostly on cinematography. If you're going to do a crazy fucked up movie like this... Yeah. Cinematography is your best friend. Yeah. And nothing set the mood, set the tone to me. Mm. I just, I was like, you could have gone your yeah. own way. <laughs> but you it dropped is, it hard. Gib, yeah, there's. Or Kib or Mib or whatever fuck your name is. <laughs> what is his name? Gary Kib? Kib, I think. And he's been doing, he's done a lot of these. He did now. body bags. Yeah. And he but did. That's, uh, that's TV, that so it TV. fit. And he also did Prince of Darkness, which I didn't have a problem with, but you had that... Prince that, of Darkness was fine. You had that one bad shot, though, that you hated. Just the one cheesy yeah. shot. Yeah. Um, that, that's forgivable. Yeah. But, well, I mean... I didn't have as much problem with it as you, but I do agree that it did feel a little um, made for TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot made for TV It looks like a movie, but you're right. Like, when... Especially when he's in, like... Uh, like the the opening scene when he's in that office talking to that guy who's you know he's doing his he's doing his business like yeah. he's an insurance uh, investigator investigator so checking for insurance fraud pretty yeah. much like a private investigator yeah that whole scene where he's talking to the guy about the fur coats and stuff that did feel a little like Law and Order to me like the way it looked mm-hmm. um, but that may also be as the nineties also because his uh, you know well, every, people knew how to shot. You know, shoot movies in the nineties. No, that's true. No, I just meant the way I mean, people are dressed. Cundy was doing Jurassic Park around this time, or it was after Jurassic Park, right? This was after Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Also, Sam Neill. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'll give you that. It does feel, um, it doesn't have the scope that Prince of Darkness did, and I'm curious why that is. But being there's that only it's the one, same, the team, only shot, like beautiful shot I can think of right now is the shot of the uh, mental hospital after it's been ripped apart 
Or, well, beginning in the end. They yeah. That outshot I like, shot. There's the time of day and where the camera is. It's a beautiful shot. That's the only one in the whole movie. Uh, there were shots that I liked. I really liked that shot where he comes out of the room at the end and the place has been ripped to shreds. And then um, I like that. I thought that looked really cool. Hmm. Um, what else? Um, I can see... Um, but yeah, the, I was talking about the score. I, I, I feel like this... So that opening like rock and score mm-hmm. is just like set over to like a book press, like they're printing a book, and it's just um, like wow now wow now 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 now. I think that was like a rip at uh, Stephen King movies. Um, you think so? Yeah, because he had a you know all those made for TV movies that yeah. came out, which this felt like. Yeah, and this, this and it is had definitely- the uh, the cheesy rock soundtrack. That's true. Like. When I was watching the beginning of this, I was like, well, that song would have... Imagine if... You remember how Christine started out... Wah, wah, wah. Mm. Like, imagine if Christine had started out... Wah, nah, wah, nah, nah. It, you know, would have been rocking. But, um, yeah, and they take a dig at Stephen King in this script, too. I wonder if Michael DeLuca was like, didn't like Stephen King or something. Maybe. Because he was like, oh, he outsells Stephen King. It's not even close. Well, let's let's tell everyone what the the, the movie's about. Uh, the plot of the movie is, um, oh oh my gosh, what is the writer's name? Uh, Sutter Kane. Sutter Kane. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I just, uh, Sutter Kane is Stephen King, basically. basically. I mean, their names are exactly well. Stephen King and Lovecraft mixed together make yeah. Sutter and Sutter Kane. Sutter Kane. If you blend their styles. Yeah, and and he's a best-selling horror writer, just like. Uh, you know the real life people he's modeled after and um, Sam Neill is as we mentioned an insurance investigator which um, (laughs) my wife watches with me she's like do they really do this and I was like yeah maybe not hunt down little imaginary towns yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know they do they hire in you know private investigators and stuff and uh, they do investigate fraud but they don't you know go on a manhunt for uh, yeah this dude too he pushed it to the limit (laughs) that dude loved his job yeah Um, but was he in control of his actions though that's the real question twist yeah Um, so he gets hired by the um, the publisher the publisher because Sutter Kane has gone missing and he's He's disappeared He's disappeared with his newest manuscript. And fans are rioting and uh, losing control because it's not out yet. Well, and there is this... um, They say that, like, uh, his books seem to have an effect on certain people. Like, Mm -hmm. makes them kind of crazy. Makes them a little... um, Mm -hmm. And um, he gets roped into this whole thing because after they... Like, he and his partner... Um, who disappears after this? Like I thought, this should have been like a road buddy movie, but Bernie Casey. Bernie Casey. What's Mr. Um, Casey been in? Well, he's a professional football player who turned actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me pull up his filmography yeah. here. He played for the 49ers and the Rams in the '60s. Whoa. Uh, he is an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. Let's see, acting career. He was in something that's sticking out, and I can't. Uh, let's see. He was in. Uh, the sequel to The Magnificent Seven. Mm, that's not it. He was in. I feel a like bunch he, of TV stuff. I bet he uh, was in a TV old, films. Yeah, I bet he was in a lot of TV stuff because he's a. He was in the the miniseries The Martian Chronicles. Uh-huh. 
He nothing. Uh, he looked uh, and he looked so familiar. To he me. was in Boxcar Bertha. Oh, that's it. <laughs> the Scorsese flick. Mm-hmm. He was in Revenge of the Nerds. The head of the uh, Lambda 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 fraternity. That's where I knew him from. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in Deep Space Nine. Oh, okay. That's where I know him from. Absolutely. Lieutenant Commander Cal Hudson. Ooh. I think he was in one of the movies, too. Um, doesn't say, but... Uh, maybe not. I maybe? Think, I think he had like a small... Maybe. Maybe not. Um... I do. I would remember him from Deep Space Nine. Oh, he passed him. away last September. Oh, man. Too soon. Rest in peace, sir. Bernie Casey. Um, I just noticed your shirt, and it's adorable. It's oh, thank you. Godzilla in the state of Marshmallow Man holding hands and... Crushing walk- a city. Yeah, walking out of a city that's, like, <clears throat> on fire. That's so cute. But that would melt the Marshmallow Man, and their love would end shortly. Not right away. It'll take a minute. To, it's a lot of marshmallows to roast. Still. In the mouth of madness. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> so I was surprised that like they ditched that guy so fast, but I guess they wanted to play up the uh, the love. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't matter in yeah. the long run. Um, Especially uh, how it plays out for Sam Neill. Yeah. So. Uh, they're they're they've just they've just closed the case, uh, mm-hmm. solved some fraud, and a man walks out of a bookstore with an axe. Yeah, crosses the street, and you're watching it the whole time. I did like this shot a lot because they're just having their coffee, and in the background here just comes an axe. And um, it could have been so much better though. <laughs> Gary Kibb, Doug is not impressed I'm with not your a work fan in this film. Um, I'm not a fan of kids. You take your soap opera <laughs> fucking cinematography and take it on somewhere else. Uh, so, uh, he smashes through the window where the where our main actors are sitting there. Did you say he walked out of a bookstore? Yeah, he walks okay. out of a bookstore, I believe. Um, it was a bookstore. Yeah. And uh, smashes through uh, the window with the axe and... Uh, before he's gunned down, uh, he says, and like, there's a lot of weird overdubbing in this movie. Did you notice that too? Oh, oh yeah, especially um, with the uh, the uh, the editor that follows Sam Neill later. Yeah, the ADR in this movie is really strange. Like, it's almost. I'm curious did, if these are. Did you even, see? Did you? Uh, you probably didn't pay attention to any of the credits, but the ADR had its whole giant section in the credits. I did not see that. Like, usually, there's one or two names. But like it had its own block. So this is what they did. Yep. They had voice actors come in and like <clears throat> dub over some of these yep. people. So that's what I was thinking because I'm like, that doesn't look like that voice is coming out of him. No, and it um, wasn't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, crazy man busts through a window with an axe. Did you also see in the credits? Um, there's uh, usually when there's like something, you know, like no animals were harmed during the making of yeah. this film. There's a thing that said there was uh, someone supervising like all the human beings in this film because of all the like the death and gore in the movie. And it said there were uh, many casualties and mutilations. Oh, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, I was I had to rewind it because I was like, casualties oh, and mutilations? Oh, around with Yeah, you? you know, instead of saying no one was harmed, it says there were many casualties uh. and mutilations. It was pretty That's cute. That's cute. Uh, who watches credits? I usually do. Oh, um, that's Carpenter doing that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so this guy, he smet before he gets gunned down. He's like, "Do you read Sutter Kane?" And yeah. then uh, 
Then he picks up his axe and he's about to hit Sam Neill in the head with it. And then cops uh, run in and just blow him away. Yep. And uh, so, what's what's in the transition of that? It feels like he just goes straight to the publisher. He goes next. straight to the publisher. Okay. Um, because I, I think they were already talking about Sutter Kane. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So he goes straight to the publisher, uh, Charlton Heston. Because well, his name is plastered. Like when they're in the diner sitting and eating, there's a bus with the mm. the whole wraparound ad uh, for uh, his in the book. mouth of madness. Yeah. Yeah. That's his his, uh, his forthcoming. Uh, yeah. The last one was Horror at Hobbs End. Hobbs End. Yeah. So um, so he goes to the publisher, which is Charlton Heston. He's mm-hmm. like, Well, Sutter Kane's been missing for days. This damn dirty writer. I'm Charlton Heston. I don't play film roles. Guns and yes, guns and I guns love, and guns. I love guns. Guns and guns. Yes. Um, Actual lines from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> They were like, uh, there's a script. He's like, I don't read scripts. I shoot scripts. They were like, okay. <laughs> um, he means literally with a gun. Yeah, he throws them in the air and shoots yeah. them. He's a giant asshole. Um, <laughs> so, um, they're like, Sutter Kane's gone missing, and he's got a manuscript, and he sells so many books. That manuscript is our property. We want it back, even if he's dead. Yeah, we've already sold the movie rights to the yes. uh, the manuscript. Yes. So, uh, and Sam Neill's whole thing is like, I don't read garbage books. And yeah, well, he's like, I'm not a big fan of reading. <laughs> And uh, he could be president. And um, yeah, that's a, it's like fighting a toddler. Sometimes it's fun. Um, so he uh, he like, and he's talking to the girl. And by the way, her acting, oof. Yeah. Um, I don't know her from anything else. And uh, she's just uh, there's a there's a line I didn't write it down. I should have. But they're talking, and she's like, a lot of people like these books. Are you surprised? But there's like, it's like she's never said a human sentence before. Yeah. She's like, she's reading everything she's saying. It's not good. Not to shit all over her, but she's just not. No, she wasn't good. She's not good. Um, Don't worry. She's not the only one. Uh, Oh, her name was Julie Carmen. Julie Carmen. Her her character's name was Linda. Linda Stiles. 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 Um. I like to imagine this movie is somehow related to Teen Wolf. And yeah. That Styles is like older sister. Yep. She's the editor exactly. in the big city. Now that now they can team up. Mm. Teen Wolf and Sam Neill fight the apocalypse. Um, by the way, I'd watch that movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, Sam Neill's like old and crazy looking now. Um, by the way, man, he says a lot of stuff in this movie. I know he's not trying to hide his accent at all. But he's very, no, he's very all. New Zealand in this movie. Like he's like beer and stuff like that. Especially in the on the car trip that comes yeah. later. Holy shit! He's just talking to that Linda lady, and he's just, he's not even trying to no, do an American I think accent. Yeah, at all. I think I don't think he was intentional. He's just like kookaburra. Yeah, hitha. <laughs> uh, yes, dangerous person. Um, <clears throat> so. So he goes to the bookstore and he picks up a bunch of Sutter Kane books. And this fucking wackadoo comes up to him. He's like, Do you read Sutter? Oh, he said, He sees you. Yeah. He's just like, All right, you fucking nutbag. And he buys his books. So, how do you like the book? I'm making a blank stare. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) For all you at home. This is really, this is really. Like the uh, kid in Billy Madison. (laughs) 
Um, so he's walking home and he sees. Uh, and this comes back in a dream a lot during the movie. But there's just like a he's walking past an alleyway. Yeah, there's a big poster for the book. Mm-hmm. Um, you see this in cities a lot, like big cities. Mm-hmm. I like in Toronto, there were just like posters stuck to every fence and wall everywhere. Yeah, um, people that are in big cities, you know, they're used to this stuff. But yeah. us here in the country, yeah, I'm like, hey, what's that? Um, that paper with an image on it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so loud. It sounded like uh, you're playing a French horn for a second. <laughs> oh man, it's fucking Titanic. <laughs> um, so he t- kind of tears away at this poster and you can't see what's behind it, but he's like looking. And it's a poster for. It's an ad uh, for the next book. It was a poster for the current one, the horror at Hobbs End. Um, oh, the first time, yeah. yes. So then, uh, then he hears this noise and he looks down the alleyway and it's just a cop beating the shit out of some, some dude. dude who was spray painting uh, on the wall. And so Sam Neill's just like, hey, not my problem. So mm-hmm. he goes home, stays up late, reads a bunch of these books. Um, and then there's like a montage of this. Like... Uh, He's talking to his buddy, the other insurance uh, investigator, and he's like, yeah, it's a scam. I know they're messing with... Like, I know they're just trying because this guy makes a lot of money. They're just, it's, uh, he thinks it's a publicity it's publicity stuff. for the book. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's like, I know it's a scam. I just haven't figured it out yet. And then... um, <laughs> This is crazy. He notices that if he were to cut up the book covers... There's these little red lines on every cover of every Sutter Kane book. Yeah, and he notices that if he cuts them up and lines them up, it looks like a map. I didn't see it. makes it. the state of New Hampshire. Yeah, I didn't see it at all. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, he is good. No, it's there. He is but- a good investigator. Because I was like, how did he... Like, he looked at those books all spread out, then he... This little montage of him, like, making paper people, you know? Well, I mean, he did work for the CIA, and he did track down Chevy Chase in Invisible Man. <laughs> that is true. Um, for a second there, I was like, was that a part of the movie I missed? But now, this, no, is, this is a direct sequel. In the Carpenter's world. Yeah. Ooh, they, what if these were all sequels to each other? He came out, and he was like, that was my master vision. And they were like, They're what? And he was just related. like, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um... Everything took place in Haddonfield. Oh, this is all Lori's dream. Yep, while she's um, in the hospital. And oh, then that's when she what wakes new, up, it's, it's Halloween 2. That's, no, this is what the new Halloween movie is. Yes. It's like she wakes up from this entire nightmare she's been having. She, oh, what the fuck, Chris? Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, tangent. <laughs> 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 that was you just a- stopped and karate chopped the air. <laughs> As a tangent chop, oh. uh, but a Carpenter-related one, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis rap filming for the movie, mm-hmm. and they said they think the movie's almost done filming as well. So. Nice. Yeah, she posted a picture of her and Judy Greer, and I guess a girl playing her granddaughter. Yes. All wearing the same shirt and looking cute. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Halloween, folks. <gasps> it's the most wonderful Already. <laughs> It's February. been a while. Yeah, <laughs> we might as well get ready for it. Um, ding, dong, ding. No, ding. but yeah. So, uh, dude, I'm pumped. I I'm am super too. Pumped about it is so. Like we have all these comic book movies coming out that are supposed to be epic and uh, all I'm, this shit. I'm excited to see them. Uh, Halloween is my number one. Mine dude, too. Even, that Incredibles too, because I love Incredibles, Incredibles two looks good. 
But I gotta tell you, I didn't think a I didn't think a Halloween sequel would be my most anticipated movie of the well, year. Well, because they did it right. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, they at least got all the pieces together. So I'm hoping. There's okay. I started following Nick Castle, and he's posting pictures of him on set, just shadows of him in the mask. Yeah, his hands are all bloody and dirty, and yeah. You know. I'm so ready, dude. <clears throat> um, it's because here's the thing. We'll get back to in the mouth we of will. madness. Here's the we'll thing. be right right after these messages. <laughs> um, it will probably be a well-made movie. I'm sure. Like that's what you get from these guys specifically. Like David Gordon Green makes good movies. Mm-hmm. So even if it's like. Even if it's like a meh Halloween movie, it'll be well made. It'll be well shot. As long it'll, as Kib's not there. Yeah, Kib's, Kib is, I think Kib is dead. Well. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway. But yeah, so Halloween 2018, that's, that's probably number one on the my countdown list. Countdown is on. Yeah. Countdown to Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Are we a Disney Channel now? <laughs> That we needed a theme we could play every week, so I was just throwing that out there. (laughs) Cut that clip and just play it every time we talk about Halloween. Captain Halloween, it's almost here. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm lightheaded. At the vapors. Um. So yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm ready. Halloween but, tangent. Yeah, I mean you're right. Like the big in Avengers Infinity War movie is this year, and like, guess what, Doug? What? I mean, it'll be it'll be awesome. But yeah, you know, the Avengers probably gonna win. So Black Panther opened up yesterday. Ooh, did it ever? Opened up massive. We'll um, get back to that though. Yeah. Um. So. Whew, God, I got tears in my eyes from counting down to hell. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the podcast once we run out of movies. <laughs> I can't wait. So what we'll uh, so I know this is months away, but what we're going to do is um, we should go see the movie together and we should uh, we should record before we go into the movie. During the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a live commentary during the film. Aren't we all glad Kib isn't the cinematographer? <laughs> Shut like, up! We don't know who that is. I'm like, well, then you haven't been listening to the Carpenter Rants, madam. Um, no, so we'll like we can record on our Every way. Every Monday on Podbean, <laughs> or Tuesday, or if one of us has a mental breakdown, whatever the hell. Um, so we can record on our way there how excited we are, and then we can get like a first reaction as soon as we leave, and then we'll mm-hmm. do an episode proper about it. Yes. But once there's a trailer and a poster and stuff, like I'm sure we can fill up a whole hour like dissecting every frame of that. So. Yep. Um, you guys got that to look forward to. Is it uh, October 18th? Is that was that the day? Mm, or I don't know. I, I think I literally just made that up. Well, I think maybe because it's October 2018, but you might be right though. <laughs> That's using your ass. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> um, I'll see if there's a release date. Yeah, look. <laughs> Countdown. <laughs> October 19th. Whoa, you were close. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, it's going to be Captain so much fun. <laughs> Got to write this song. Whew. You're still in a band for like a couple of weeks. Get them together. We got to write Countdown true, to Halloween. Yeah. This is very true. <laughs> Put them to work. 
Whew, Jesus. Uh, okay. So, All right, let's get back to the Yeah, so Sam Neill has uh, pieced together this map of New Hampshire. Yeah. And he's like, he went there, he to, went there. to Hobbs End. And they're and like, they're like that's, uh, that's not a real place, dude. He's like, yes, it is. And it's he there, has I that. Prom- it's there, I promise. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely there. Um, so he's kind of like from Brooklyn there. Um, <laughs> he has that transparent map of New Hampshire that he just so happened to have. I'm sure they have one of those for every state at the insurance office. Of course. And uh, so he shows it to him. And uh, Charlton Heston's like, go bring him back. And if even if he's dead, and you should kill him if he's not dead with a gun. I had sex with an ape woman. Yes, bring back go. And she was the delight. And he's like, wait. Countdown to Halloween. <laughs> Uh, he's like, bring back that book, even if he's dead, because that's my property. And then we already sold the movie rights. Yeah. And we're gonna make, we're gonna make billions. Just like the American country, we just care about money. That's it. The government, um, not country. I'm an idiot. Yeah, the American <laughs> country. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Garth Brooks is out there. Is like, no, he's right. I do love money. That's American country to me. Um, <laughs> oh, God, what is happening? Oh, no. <laughs> Countdown oh. to Halloween broke my brain. Oh, man. <laughs> it was those nacho fries. That was they the put fuse in that blew up the train right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was our mouth of madness. Um, so, anyway. Um, right, let's get them. Holy yeah, God, fuck. Jesus. This let's is, pick these, yeah. all these pieces back up and put them together. Yeah, so... Um, so uh, he's like, and take the woman with you. So uh, the woman is uh, Styles. Uh, she oh, works for editor. the publisher. And she's yeah. his personal editor. That's she's right. edited every single book. Edited, I hate that. Um, she has edited. Yeah. So, and uh, she's like, I don't want to go because. Her and Sam Neill had that weird moment where he was kind of, he's like, maybe we should go to dinner. This is earlier. He's yeah, like, he was creeping on her hard. Yeah, he was all time. like, maybe we should fuck. Yeah, that's what he was getting around to. Uh, the actual line yeah. from the movie. <laughs> maybe we should, maybe we should <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, would you like to blow into my didgeridoo? Kookaburra. So, um, and then just cut to, they are on the road together. Mm-hmm. Like, um... Then we have a fun field road money. Yeah, movie. it becomes money. a yeah road money. God, I'm stupid. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Turn it a Palpatine. No. I thought I was the brother for Mrs. Doubtfire for a second. <laughs> oh my god. Oh oh fuck. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> Holy shit. ADD episode. These are my favorite ones um, to edit um, because I don't. <laughs> um, okay, so <clears throat> so now they're on the road and okay, so how about this weird shit that he keeps in his glove box? A bicycle horn? Yeah, and a she bag falls of asleep she, in the passenger seat and, and he takes like, the uh, horn out and just like squeezes it. <laughs> <and> it's like... <laughs> And then she gets mad and throws potato chips at him. And then he's like, what did I do? <laughs> and my wife goes, what does he mean, what did he do? He just honked that horn at her. And I was like, I know. He's, and then, he's playing around. And he's, then he's like, he's never throw potato chips at a driver. Right. That's what we all know. Crisps. Yeah. It'd yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be great if he had said that. Um, he probably did. 
And they were like, all right, you can be from New Zealand, but you got to say chips. And the carpenter just kept saying, God damn it, call yeah. them chips. <laughs> you goddamn Kiwi. Um, so then, um, like, weird stuff starts to happen on the road. Like, they see some kid riding a bike, and he's like, he won't let me leave. Yeah. And then later it's night, and that same kid looks like an old woman. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was unsettling. It looked like the grandpa from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It did, too. yes. Yeah. Um, also, let's talk about the uh, makeup people in this movie: uh, Robert mm. Kurtzman and Greg Nicotero. Mm. Um, names, you know. Well, that's why the stuff looked good, uh, even though it looked, was shot poorly. <laughs> stuff looked great, and there was definitely we'll get to it in a little bit. Um, so. Uh, Sam Neill's all like, I'm tired from honking bike horns, I guess, so you drive for a while. <laughs> and uh, so there's this road. Uh, oh, they hit the old grandma boy on the bike. I forgot yeah. about that. So they pull over to check. And, and then, uh, she's like investigating. He's still asleep. Even yeah, though they no, hit Sam Neill goes back to the car for something. Oh, he does. He gets in the trunk for some reason. And then when he comes back, the kid is just magically back up on the bike and off down and the road he goes off, yeah. and he's like oh he was i guess he was okay and then so that's when he's like i'm gonna take a siesta whatever they say in new zealand and uh <laughs> your face was like i don't know <laughs> that's information I, I, I don't have don't. why did you point to me I'll, um i'll email <laughs> peter jackson and that He's probably busy turning like one verse of a song into 25 movies. Um, So then while Sam Neill is sleeping, uh, Styles is driving and uh, it gets like real dark and she looks out the window and the road vanishes. Yeah. And she's like driving over like storm clouds, like there's like lightning and stuff. And then that turns into like a wooden bridge. Mm -hmm. And then it's daytime. And they're in front of the sign that says "Welcome to Hobbs End." Yeah, and then and Sam Neill, like I told you, it existed. He's like, "Hey, you found a good job. I must have slept all night." Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, "How did you find it?" And then instead of saying, "Hey, this is fucked up," right away, she was like, She's like "You, you drive. drive." And so now they're driving through Hobbs End, which looks like you know every, every small New town England, USA, yeah, yeah, small town New England, absolutely. Bowl. Um, but there's nobody around except there's all these like fucked up kids that only she can see for some reason. And a dog. Yeah. They're always chasing the dog. That's right. And later the dog only has one leg. So I'm guessing the kids ate that other leg. I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. No, the dog only has three legs. I'm sorry. Not one leg. How would it get It's around? missing one leg. It's missing one say. leg. Yeah. I did later not, the dog only has that. one leg and just. Yeah. I, I would have noticed that. Spins in a circle. <laughs> um, so, uh. They pop into a bar. There's nobody there. They pop into a couple other places. Uh, and the whole time, Sam Neill's like, Oh, this is a hoax. Burp, burp, burp. Yeah. Uh, you really went out of your way to make this fucking Yeah, I made a real town bullshit. and yeah. everything. Yeah. So then they then they go to the hotel, mm-hmm. which is in one of the books. Yeah. All these, these stories everything in take... Everything this town is, is in his books because everything takes place in, in this town. Yeah, it's kind of like Castle Rock in Stephen yeah. King books. Um, this this is all very Stephen King inspired. Yeah. Um, so they go to the hotel and like this, the, the old lady from... Um, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. I was trying... I knew it was an Adam Sandler. His grandma. Movie. Yeah. Uh, Happy Gilmore's grandmother uh, checks them in. And she's a character in the book too. 
Mm-hmm. And the lady's all like, Styles is like, that's Mrs. Pinkett or whatever. She murdered her husband. And Sam Neill's like, that that old lady was so sweet. Yeah. Bop, bop, bop. Like, that was in a book. That's a real person. And then he's like, this is this... reality. That's not reality. Yeah, he's like, this isn't that hotel because look out the window. There should be a big church, but it's just a barn. And she's like, that's she's the like, wrong window. That's dummy. the wrong window. It says, look out the east, east window. And she opens it and there's the, the church. big church with the black is, roof. Yeah, which is creepy looking. And... um it's got giant towers. I mean, it's this big, massive, fancy church in the middle of this yeah. tiny little, you know, one-horse town. Yeah. So then they're like, well, all right, let's go check it out. And they're reading the books all along the way. And then um, uh, then townspeople show up with guns. Yeah, and they're and This is another us. bad ADR. <laughs> they're like, give me back my boy. And, you uh, know who that was, right? No. Wilhelm von Homburg, uh-uh. the leader of the the riot folk. Yeah, that was Vigo from Ghostbusters Two. Holy shit, you're right. Yep. Holy fuck. Vigo the Carpathian. Dude, now that you say it, that first scene I didn't notice, but like later when his face is all fucked up looking. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. You are absolutely I, right. I mean, that was uh, he didn't have Max von Sydow doing his voice, but no, that was him. That was him. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. He just blew my mind. Yeah. I did not... I mean, there was something familiar about him, but his ADR was so bad that yeah. I, he must have a really thick accent. He's German as fuck. Yeah, so because they replaced his voice, too. Apparently, that guy used to be a professional wrestler, and he's a huge racist, so he's mm. hard to work with. <laughs> gotcha. I've heard nothing but like uh, on like interviews about Ghostbusters 2 and all that shit because I follow all that crap. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, he was he was not fun to work with, and he would just make all these comments that made you super uncomfortable. So he's perfect for a villain, yeah. an evil demon painting man. Um, wow, man, he just had yeah. a whole new wrinkle. To <clears throat> it's Vigo. Yeah, <laughs> we needed that guy. You're like the buzzing of flies to him. <laughs> I love that guy so much, the baby. Janos. Yeah, I love Janos. Um. <clears throat> Freaked me out so much when his eyes lit up in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, that bothered me as a kid. Yeah, as an adult, that was I'm one like, of the scariest parts of that whole movie. Yeah, it really was. Um, mini tangent, but I like that shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely not Kib. Not Kib. <laughs> you gotta be kibbing me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be shooting me poorly. <laughs> I shoot you good, Doug. Um, <laughs> Charlton Heston. Whew. Anyway, so yeah, this angry mob shows up, and the she's like, "They're about to come. They have guns." And then, uh, so then the church doors start flying open, and you see a little kid, mm-hmm. and the doors like open and close, open and close, and then all of a sudden, Sutter Kane is standing there, and he releases these dogs on the town people. These Dobermans. Dobermans, yeah. And then they all run away, and some of them get eaten by the dogs, except that all of them had guns, and there weren't that many dogs. There were three dogs. Yeah, and my wife goes, well, you don't want to shoot a dog. And I was like, if a dog was trying to kill me, I'd shoot the fuck out of it. Especially if it came out of an evil church by an evil wizard. Yes, (laughs) an evil wizard. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so then they just flee, and uh, this... This pushes Sam Neill over the edge. He's like, 
you knew they were going to be there with guns. This whole thing's been staged. And uh, and I think this is where she comes clean. She was like, yeah, this was a publicity stunt, except this idiot Sutter Kane never came back. Mm-hmm. So she, like, what Sam Neill thought was true was, she told him, you're only half right. Like, we were faking this, but then he really disappeared. And I didn't expect to find him here. And this whole thing's fucked up, and we gotta go. But Sam Neill's like, Sam Neill's not having it, so. Um, or he wants to leave. I couldn't really figure this out. Because at first he didn't seem to believe it. And then she was like, we gotta go. But uh, then when don't he was, feel bad about uh, not trying to figure it out because that's what the movie wanted you to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. But in this moment, it's a little strange because it seems like she wants <laughs> to leave, but then she runs off with the car and like yeah. abandons him there. Because she's been infected. That's true. Because she, well, no, she hadn't seen the book. Oh, she's already read it though. She's already read yeah, it. Yeah, she's already read it. She, you know, she's the editor. <clears throat> that's right. And she says that. She was like, I. the only people who knew what were in this book were uh, Kane and me. Yeah. Um, so what happens is, and they, and this is kind of what we're building up to. But anyone who reads this book, like, goes crazy. They go, they lose their fucking mind, and they start tearing themselves apart. And that's what's happened to all these kids mm-hmm. um, that you see these like little zombie monster kids. <clears throat> and basically, once you read the book, what I think is happening is like the evil is coming out of you. Yeah. You become like a doorway for whatever this darkness is. It's like Lovecraft. It, yeah. You, you're a you're a vessel. You are like, a a portal. Yes. To let these uh, older right. gods, elder gods come out of you. Yeah. And so um <clears throat> what's her name? Styles, she goes to the church and she confronts Kane and he's sitting at this old typewriter and then uh he called it the new Bible and mm-hmm. he's very crazy. And he was like, for years I thought I was making all this stuff up, but they were telling it to me and they pan over and there's this giant like leaking black liquid door. That's like, it's like breathing. Yeah. It's, it's like moving, pulsating kind of like uh Freddie and like the yeah. first nightmare on Elm street kind of stretching yeah. and Something's uh, trying to break out of it. Yeah. So, and that's where you get the whole, you know, these, creatures whatever they are have been this darkness has been telling him these stories and once the world reads the and that's why like p- people read his books they have like a reaction to it it's like they've been building up to this final book and when they read this last one that'll be that's the tipping point yeah that's the that'll open the gateway mm-hmm. and so he like shoves her face into the book and now she's like full-on infected mm-hmm. um she goes back there we kind of glossed over this but when uh, Sam Neill's trying to like leave the hotel. Uh, the old lady's acting real weird, and then like once he leaves the room, they cut to she has her old naked husband like chained to her leg. Yeah, well, just, and they stayed earlier that she's the lady that kills her husband. Yeah. in the in one of the older books. Yeah, so she's just playing up that character because yeah. everyone in this town is a character of his book. Yeah, I just like the I just <clears> like <throat> that image of that old naked man yeah. chained to her, and she's like, "Shut up." Yeah. Um, I thought that was funny. Uh, and so now uh, Styles shows back up. Um, God, this is where it all gets like, it gets real crazy right here. So I'm trying to make sure I remember everything. Um, so this is where like, does Sam Neill go to the church? No, Sam Neill's like, fuck this noise. I'm out of here. Yeah, he's sitting in the room. He's like, he's like, should I go and 
just leave and yeah. say f this or or he, oh. he's trying to make up his mind about what he wants to do so he goes back to the bar and vigo the carpathian is there yeah and he's like you gotta get out of here because you know this is how it works like uh the kids were infected and then it spreads and yeah blah 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 exposition <clears throat> and uh the, the, it's hard to follow because the movie's like uh just it's purposely shit. yeah doing that yeah it's a batshit movie um so then uh, Sam Neill's like, I'm going to fuck out of here. And now, like, well, Sam Neill still doesn't believe. He's like, you guys, your voices sound weird. You have, like, megaphones on you or something. You're actors. He's like, you guys are good. Like, he mm-hmm. still thinks this whole thing's a hoax. And uh, he goes outside, and there's, like, a mob with, like, torches. And uh, Styles shows back up with a car. And... Um, well, he glossed over something else before he leaves to go visit uh, Vigo in the bar. Uh-huh. He sees uh, that's where we go back to the the lady has the uh, naked old man uh-huh. chained down to. Oh yeah, is this yeah. where they <clears throat> look like well, the monster? When he leaves, she turns into a monster that's and right. kills him. Yes, that's right. And the monster looks very thingish. Like mm-hmm. now, this is this is what I was going to say this earlier. This is the uh, Lovecraft, yeah, the Lovecraftian uh, influence because. There are you see other monsters later, mm-hmm. and they all like some look like Dagon, some look like Cthulhu. They're very reminiscent of that. And the old woman is a, a Lovecraftian thing, yeah, just like the thing. Yes. Was. Well, that's what I was going to say earlier <coughs> that I wanted to wait on was so he calls these three movies: The Thing, Prince of Darkness, and In the Mouth of Madness, his Apocalypse trilogy. Apoc- yeah. And it feels like this in like. Uh, it feels really closely related to Prince of Darkness in some things. Mm-hmm. And then with like the monsters, I think are purposefully have like those weird tentacles and stuff. I think to be more reminiscent of that thing monster as well. Um, so I think that kind of, that's how these movies feel kind of close to each other. Cause they have, there's something familiar like to those movies in this movie also. Mm. Um, and that's not accidental, obviously like, John Carpenter read the script and was just like, I got it. And I'm glad he made this movie. If somebody else made this movie, it could have been just, it might not have even gotten made, you know. But it probably looked better. <laughs> if he hadn't brought on Kib. Uh, but um, <laughs> I really like your uh, your nemesis as uh, Kib now. Yeah. I can't wait fan. to can't wait to watch the rest of these movies. Um, Does he do the rest of them? I think so. Does he do Ghost of, what's next? Uh, Village of the Dam? No, uh, Escape from L.A. is next, right? I don't think Village of the Dam might be next. Let's see. So, Time out for tangent. Yeah, but we were just talking about the Apocalypse Trilogy. And uh, let's see. This one is called In the Mouth of Menace. Cast and crew, cinematography, Gary B. Kibb. He also did They Live. Mm -hmm. I think he does all of them until the end now. Yeah, so he did Prince of Darkness, They Live, Body Bags, In the Mouth of Madness, Village of the Damned, Escape from L.A., Vampires, Ghosts of Mars. Yep. He does all the rest we have until... Uh, until the war. Until the, the war. Uh, Masters of Horror segments yeah. and stuff. Yeah, well, I, I was just asking what was next since Village oh, of the Damned. it's Village of the Damned. Okay. He also did Double Dragon. Oh, that movie no one saw starring Alyssa Milano. I saw it. RoboCop 3... Ooh. That was a good looking one, wasn't it? 
Nope. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I, what we're getting at is fuck you, Kib. Um, <laughs> it'd be great if one long of story our, short, it'd be great if one of our fifteen listeners was like old man Gary Kib, and he's like, I did my best. That was my art form. You shoot a movie. Um, so no, um, Styles comes back to the hotel room because there's that scene where she's like in the bathroom and those tentacles are like. Yeah, and then when he opens the door, she's like, "Hey, what's yeah. going on?" And so that's when they go downstairs, and the old lady's a monster, and then they see the monster in like the menagerie or like the whatever the conservatory, you know. Yeah. Um, and so then they like go into. Oh, the we town. scanned over like in the in the 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 hallway of the the hotel. There's that painting that, painting that keeps changing keep, every time you see it. Yeah. So at the beginning, it's like two people, and then it's like it moves around to. And then this is the same two people. They move around in the yeah. painting, and then one of the shots, they're looking at you like behind then, their yeah, and their faces are all are like kind of funky. And then when they leave the hotel, they're full on like they're, they're, they're two monsters. Yeah. yeah. So um, now they drive into town. He's talking to Vigo. Um, and then like the mob shows up, and then Styles like attacks him, and he like knocks her out. Mm-hmm. throws her in the car and I'm like clearly just leave her there but mm-hmm. he's the hero I guess so he gets in the car and um, so he tries to like escape and then as he's doing it like the road kind of lights up and then disappears and it teleports him back in front of the mob and he yeah so it's kind of like a circle that he's driving in yeah. where he just keeps ending up back at the mob and, and it then, happens like three or four times. Yeah, and then the last time, oh no, because he also, because um, he gets he gets to the outskirts of the town where that kid's riding like the bike, that old lady kid. Yeah, and that's when the road disappears. So one time he gets out, and he's just like, uh, no, he stops and he's like, I'm trapped. Like you know, it's kind of this hopeless moment. And then styles attacks him and then he gets out of the car and then she gets out Mm -hmm. like walking all like exorcist fucked up but her head's like flipped upside down yeah it's it's cool looking yeah um and so he's that that whole port that portion right there what how she was walking reminded me you know the exorcist crab walk. yeah but um i got a real evil dead two Mm. vibe Mm -hmm. from that definitely um i and this is the point where he's like but you know shot poorly I want all compliments for this movie to be followed up with. It would have looked better if someone else shot it. You yeah. know, um, <laughs> great movie. Could have looked even better. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Should have called Dean, the old Cunder, Cunder Thunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they call him that on set. <laughs> Probably not. Um, <laughs> no one's ever called him that ever until just now. Um, so once uh, Exorcist Evil Dead crab walk <laughs> happens, he's yeah. like, finally, he's like, fuck Well, her. I got the Evil Dead vibe, you know, well, um, you know, in Evil Dead 2 where his dead girlfriend is dancing around yes, for that a long amount of time. Right? <laughs> and it's unnerving as <laughs> yeah. fuck. That's what, like, she was just taunting with him. She was walking all crab-like and her head was backwards and she and was just, she like, like, fucking with him. You then know? her body, like, flips over and but her, her head still, still doesn't look down. right. Yeah. Um, so now he's like, fuck her, jumps in the car, he does the loop again, and this time instead he just of stopping, drives through the mob. he floors it, except that once the mob clears, 
Styles is standing there. She's looking normal. And then he slams on the brakes. And he swerves and he smashes into another car. And then he wakes up inside of a confessional booth mm-hmm. in a church, the evil church. Mm. And then all of a sudden, the other side lights up. And then Sutter Kane is in there talking to him like a sort of like priest confessional dialogue and he's it's basically the same thing he told styles he was like i'm god i'm god Mm -hmm. yeah he's like i control everything he's like i can see you and you do what i tell you to do and uh he's like you have a part to play and basically his whole thing is you will take my finished manuscript back into the real world that's basically the whole um there's like a few minutes of dialogue and they go into the room where he's writing it and he sees the um oh yeah okay Ooh, almost glossed over this he stands in front of that doorway Sutter Kane does and then he like rips it seems like he's ripping himself in half but it's like he's like ripping reality oh he's opening the portal he's opening so, and the then portal. the monsters jump out of him so there's just a hole there like Sam Neill's looking into it and Styles is reading is from reading what's happening exactly what's yeah. happening what he's like, doing from the manuscript and then um, she gives him the manuscript and like these all these monsters run out and the monsters look cool mm-hmm. like you don't get in like I think if you had lingered on them long enough they probably would have looked goofy so no, there was just like little shots but in those little shots it, they're pretty awesome looking and uh yeah and uh i was waiting on it and so uh there's this big hallway opens up and he she hands him the manuscript and he runs he's running for his life as this like it's a hallway back to uh, reality reality so this like army of like monsters is chasing him and uh and then he like once he gets to the end of the hallway he's like back on that road only the kid isn't a scary old lady kid it's a little boy you know who that little boy was right? no that was hayden christensen get that was, that was anakin skywalker get the fuck out of here yeah. wow this movie <clears throat> crosses over into like all of our genres yeah wow damn dude mm-hmm. i had no idea i was i paid that kid no attention because he was tiny and yeah and he's a terrible actor yeah wow god fucking Anakin Skywalker and Vigo the Carpathian mm-hmm. in this movie. Wow. And we got Planet of the Apes. And we got Planet of the Apes. And Sutter Kane was in Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other stuff, too. Better stuff. but All directed by John Carpenter. There's a lot of Ghostbusters stuff that John Carpenter's worked with. If you really? Want to get technical. Huh? Oh, you want me to get technical? Well, I mean, you could give me at least one more example. Well, he used the PKE meters and they live. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. That's right. We pointed that out too. Mm-hmm. Man. And um, he was never given a name, but the guy that Peter was given the uh, the exam to in the opening scene of Ghostbusters oh, yeah, he's in, was um, in Christine. Christine, that's right. We talked about mm-hmm. that too. All right, so we've covered some of this. <laughs> I just got so caught up in this moment. You just blew my mind with Vigo and Anakin. That's yep. amazing. Um, <clears throat> I should have known because a kid, he looked at uh, Sam Neill and he was like, what have I done? <laughs> I killed them. Killed down to hell. So, um, he's back in reality. He's back in reality. Oop! There goes gravity. Um. So, <laughs> 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 he 
he fucking drops the manuscript in the middle of the street, just leaves it there, yeah. and he checks into a hotel. Oh, he gets on the bus first. Oh, he does get on the bus. With and, a bunch um, of old people. And this old lady's like, talk, what is she talking to him about? Just like nonsense. Yeah, she's talking about what, had, what, what where she lived in the big city, what used uh, to happen back in the day. She's you know, like, people, people think it was rants. tough. I grew up during the Depression. You should have seen the bodies piled in the streets. Um, yeah. So he falls asleep, and um, Sutter Kane shows up in his dreams. And he's just like, like, just reminding me, like, hey, you got to take this manuscript so yeah, he was can like, get out. So, you know, my monster dudes can take over the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, he says, you know, I'm God again. And he's like, if you don't believe me, <laughs> I'm God. Uh, just look around when you wake up. Uh, my favorite color is blue. Yeah. So then when he wakes up, everything is like the, the movie has a blue tint. Mm -hmm. Everyone has like blue hair, blue clothes. He starts screaming and then he wakes up like for real and um it's one of those dreams within a dream yeah you saw in prince of darkness they did yeah. another one earlier too that we kind of glossed over but he fell asleep reading the books yeah and he woke up and that like monster cop was like in on the yeah. couch right next to him and uh it startled me a little bit i wasn't expecting it um i wasn't like oh and clutch my pearls but i was like oh hey monster cop um which is the name of my new band. And our first hit is Countdown to Halloween. <laughs> it reminds me of Super Tangents. Um, Super Tangents. Uh, it just reminds me of uh, Wolf Cop. Have you mm -hmm. seen that movie? Mm -hmm. I saw the poster for it and I was like, I approve of this. It's fun. They're making a Wolf Cop too. Mm -hmm. Has Kevin Smith in it. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. What won't he do? I know. Um, I guess he's got bills to pay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, so yeah, he's on the bus. Then he checks into a hotel, mm -hmm. and uh, he goes down to the office. And he has another weird dream, and uh, he goes down to the office, and they're like, hey, there's a package for you, and he opens it, and it's the manuscript. He's like, how is there a package here? No one knows I'm here. And they're so, like, uh, uh, somebody more. does, bro. You got a package. Yeah, and Keanu so, Reeves Jr. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he opens it. It's the manuscript. He kind of attacks that kid. And he's like, oh, he's like who delivered this? He was like, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't here. And then like the kid's dad jumps out. I was. I don't know who it was. I was here. That was the same dude that uh, oh, pulled uh, Mark Hamill out of the car in Body Bags. Oh, yeah. It definitely he was. was. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, who else from Body Bags was in this movie? Um the insurance fraud dude at the beginning of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, he was the guy that was driving the drunk the drunk girl around in the gas station. Yeah, that's truck. right. And he was also in They Live. He, he was. ran the, the like the homeless community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was somebody else, though. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, it had to have been in... Well, okay. I guess it doesn't matter, but damn. I thought there was like one other person. Anyway, what does he do with that manuscript? He burns that one in the sink, yeah. lights it on fire. And then... Um, so you go back to the city from there? Yes. Yeah, so now he's now it's like he's gone back to the city and um you get the sense that some time has passed though. Mm -hmm. Because he's walking down that same alleyway and he rips uh he Crime. rips that same poster that was like torn earlier. Yep. Only now what's behind it is like a drawing of his own face. Mm -hmm. And then and he, it's the cover of the new book. It's the cover of In the Mouth of Madness and um he looks down the alleyway and there's no cop. There's nothing down there. And then he's back in the publisher's office with Charlton Heston, mm -hmm. and he's tell and he's told the whole story. Charlton Heston's like, 
Uh, That's a good story. Maybe you should write it down yeah. and I'll publish it for you. If you could write it, I would fuck it with my gun penis. Um, <laughs> and he's like, but I sent you on this trip alone. Um, yeah, there's no Linda. There's no Linda. Uh, yes, that's the woman I'm supposed to. Because she was written out of the story. Yes. Is what he says. Yes. And uh, he's like, well, you turned that manuscript into me seven weeks ago. Um, yeah. And, and it's like, been on the shelf for what? weeks now. No, months ago. Seven and, months ago. And the book has been out for seven weeks. Yes. And he's like, and the movie comes out next week. And, he's, month. Just, and he's like, you can't, you got to stop it. It's But it's already been out. Like, you know. And so then the next shot is him at a bookstore and there's like lines of people. They're all lined up to get the book. It's like the there's like uh, the selling book ever in ever. the history of the world. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's just a convenient movie move thing. over Bible. Yeah, um, and so there's just lines of people waiting to get this book. And some guy comes out and he's reading the book. And it's the same kid that. Oh, was, was it the, him? Yeah, okay, that was in the bookstore. Earlier. That's right. That was all like. Cause and he's got like I'm the weird, he's got the weird like double eyes that people who've read the book have like oh, and his eyes bleeding yeah and uh, Samuel's like you like the book and he's like of course and he's like well then you won't be surprised by this and he just pulls out an pulls axe, axe. <laughs> like chops that guy to death <clears throat> and that brings <clears throat> us to the book end of the movie which we didn't even talk about that's who else was in body bags was the doctor from uh, Ninja Turtles two mm-hmm. secret of the ooze. What we skipped over in the beginning is that this whole movie is Sam Neill recounting this story to a psychiatrist yeah. who's come to visit in him the in, the, in the mental ward. Who's the head of that mental ward was John Lionel Glover. Luther <laughs> from Smallville. Uh, also, uh, Batman, and, Batman Robin. and Robin. Um, he created Bane. <laughs> the Bane of Humanity. humanity. Oh, Doctor. I, uh, anyway, um, that's a great movie for another day. Yeah, Lionel Luther. Um, man, I really liked Smallville in those first several seasons. We gotta start our Smallville podcast. No. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to revisit it? No. It was fun back in the day, though. I've watched the shit out of that show. Yeah, I did but too. Looking back, I was like, this show sucked. Yeah, but this <clears throat> is all we had back then. You were like a Superman show. Holy shit! Yeah, now it's like you never see Superman. Yeah, but they did some cool stuff. Yeah, they played Frantic by Metallica in one episode. <laughs> um, bank robbery episode. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway. Um. So, uh, where? Oh yeah. So so the whole so this whole movie has been him recounting the story and uh, the doctor from. Secret of the Ooze is like, well, we'll get you out of here. Don't worry. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to get out of here. He's like, it's safer in here. And he's like, it's getting bad out there, isn't it? And he's like, well, that doesn't mean that your story is tr- like true. And he was just like, I don't want to leave. Like, he's like, I want to stay here as long as I can. So then the doctor kind of fucks off, but not before John Glover's like, do you read Sutter Kane? <laughs> and the mm. doctor just looks at him and then leaves. <laughs> and uh, then that night. Some crazy shit goes down in the. Um, oh, was it like infected people, or did the monsters break in? Had to be. Had to be the monsters. Yeah, because right? there's like Cause claw everyone marks else is gone. Yeah. Um, also, uh, before um, he recounts the story, when they first put him in the mental home, 
Um, he has this weird fucked up vision of like the door being smashed down and there's like a black figure you don't see. Mm-hmm. But it's Sutter Kane, we learn later mm-hmm. in the movie. And he was just like, all that's left is for you to read the book. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. So he tells the whole story. Some crazy shit monsters tear up. You don't ever see it. But that's when he wakes up and uh, he's walking through the mental ward and it's all the people are gone. And what I think... It's and there's pages of the book everywhere, all over the floor. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, they they got the people to read the book. They all became infected, turned into monsters, whatever. So, and the guy was like, "Well, what about people who don't read?" And he's like, "There's a movie." And so he leaves the hospital. There's like an emergency broadcast happening. They're like, "If you've survived this, bah, 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 like mm-hmm. we don't know how long we can keep this going." Um, who was that voice? I don't know. I didn't okay. think to I, look. I'm sometimes probably John Carpenter. Sometimes there's a he voice. Shit like that. <laughs> sometimes there's a voice in a movie, and you're always like, "That was Bob Haskins." Um, <laughs> it just blows my mind sometimes. Anyway, so he's just like he's walking around the city, and like there's no people anywhere, and like every it just looks like every like apocalyptic, you know, twenty eight days later type city. You know, something's ravaged it. Uh, there's like no people to be seen it's garbage in the streets everything looks bad and he goes to a movie theater (laughs) where it's playing the movie version of in the mouth of madness and he buys popcorn and he sits down and he starts watching it yeah and it is what we just watched who's running the projector i don't know um but the movie he's watching is the one he's in, like the one we just watched. Yeah, you see that it, he's watching everything that the, we just the, watched. You just watched. And then he starts laughing, going insane. Maniacally, yeah. And then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's in the mouth of madness. That's how it ends. I was curious, why did he go see the movie? Did he just, he was just didn't want to fight it? I think he said, fuck it. Yeah. He was like, the world's ended. Like, he's not going to stop it. Um, it's too late to stop it, you know. Um, you can't stop them. What? I don't know. Um, so I guess he just, I don't know. He wasn't going to read the book, but I guess he figured I might as well go see this movie. I can't find the, okay. the voice. I That's guess okay. it was no one important. guess it wasn't. I just thought it was going to be like Abraham Lincoln's ghost. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he gives he just gives into the into the madness, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the film, man. It is a complicated, problematic, if, I mean, with, but like all, movie. like every movie we talk about, we don't do it any justice. Uh, no, yeah, you need to. This movie, even though it's shot poorly, <laughs> we can't really, state that enough. I mean, it really sets up devolving into madness yeah it does. there's little there's stuff in the background yeah. there's i mean you're watching it the whole time you're like what the fuck yeah what and like shit they say and do doesn't make on make sense on purpose yes it's like the whole time you're uneasy because yeah. the movie wants you to be uneasy um you are you know descending with sam neil into this madness and the movie really sets that up well yeah better if it was shot by someone <laughs> else but yeah, I mean, uh, the movie was great. Yeah, Just I like the movie a lot. Shot poorly. <laughs> uh, that'll be after everything I say, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I can see why Carpenter wouldn't make this movie. This is oh, definitely, definitely yeah. in his wheelhouse. Um, 
and uh you know there's no telling like what he added to or took away from that script but he mm-hmm. definitely i mean it's a john carpenter movie and it definitely fits in with this era of john carpenter movies honestly i would have liked to see him tackle this in his early stages yeah because it would have been a lot better and a yeah. lot darker even though it was a dark as fuck movie know, it was pretty fucking dark uh, i could i could he'd probably make it darker if it was early but um it's still it, it we recommend it yeah I mean, I, I'm. There's not one of these I won't recommend, except for Elvis. I recommend you find every copy and burn it. But um, <laughs> it's a heady movie too. I mean, yeah, this is. Don't play on your phone. Don't fuck around. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna watch it, and if you want to really enjoy it, yeah, pay attention. Yeah, that was the that was why it feels a little like Prince of Darkness to me, because Prince of Darkness was the same way. Like you, Prince gotta, of Darkness is a better movie. You got to pay attention. I would say so. Um, but I like this one. Um, oh, I like it too. Yeah, I was. I, this is my first time seeing this. So. Same. Um, and I that's what I like about this show is I get to see movies that are actually cool from mm-hmm. a director that I love that I've never seen before. So, um, you know, everybody's always talking about The Thing and uh, Halloween because they're amazing. But also in the mouth of men, this is pretty rock and flip. Yeah. Um, just shot poorly. So, uh <laughs> those are your kids they're yeah like, they're awake they're like let's rage um <laughs> there's not much black panther opened up i haven't got to see it yet I um, neither i probably won't until it comes to yeah <laughs> uh, we'll, tv in five years we were gonna go this weekend but i was fucking my kid didn't sleep all week so i'm just kind of he slept really good last night so we're just good. we're hanging out watching figure skating that's what we're doing all week. Oh yeah, that's still going on. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's this Chinese pairs. They skated to like selections from Star Wars. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's pretty dope. Like John Williams score, like as these two Chinese people were skating. I was like, right on, cool. It's usually dumb stuff. Uh, <laughs> but um, yep, it's Olympics, uh, Black Panther, gonna make a lot of money and look like uh, looking like two fifteen. Uh, to put that into is the predicted, or is that what they made so far? No, nah, that's what it's looking like now. They predicted. I know it made thirty million or something on Thursday, Thursday. night. Yeah, they predicted uh one eighty, possible two hundred. Now it's looking like over two fifteen. And to Good. put that into perspective, Last Jedi made two twenty on its opening weekend. So this thing's making Star Wars money. Um, and Star Wars so, is a gigantic, like, anticipated franchise, and this is the first Black Panther so all movie. All you people so. complaining about uh, too many superhero movies. They ain't going anywhere. They're not going anywhere, but they're about to get a lot doper, I bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More dope, says the whitest man. <laughs> um, now I hear they're dope. Yeah. <laughs> that That is too lit. Um, too legit to quit. Yes. Uh <laughs> I just thought of um, Coming to America mm-hmm. and they're putting out a line of Funko Pops. Did you see them? I saw that. They're very cute. Um, let's see. What did we say was next week? Village of the Damned? Village of the Damned. Ooh, I've heard mixed things about this, but I've never I, seen it. So I've seen um, I've seen it, but it was a yeah. million years ago. Yeah. I was going to say, I've seen parts of it, and I was like, no, I think I've seen all of it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited again. I mean, I've seen the original one. Yeah. Of course. Um, I haven't either, but uh, I haven't seen that either. You haven't seen the original one? Nah. That's good. Well, this is the one I'll see, so Mm -hmm. let's hope it's... uh, Kib is back, so I'm ready to rock and roll. Can't wait. (laughs) 
<laughs> Christopher Reeve, right? Yeah. All right. It's a little Superman action. Um, I hear uh, he's really good in this one. Okay. I've heard that I guess too. we'll find out. I've heard that he's good in movies, not so much. But then I've also heard the movie's pretty this good. This is la- uh, Christopher Reeve's last film before he oh, got hurt. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. I'm excited. Um, we'll talk a, a lot more about him during our Smallville podcast. Uh <laughs> Mm, trying to think. Taco Bell French fries are great. <laughs> Taco Bell French fries. I think we use all our shoot the shit material in our tangents. That's okay. They were good tangents. Mm. They had. Um, they were good tangents. They were good tangents. <laughs> <laughs> <It's so beautiful. laughs> uh, let's see. This movie better or worse than Invisible Man? Better. Yeah, I know. I know. I was kidding. Um, Boy. I thought you were asking me a legit question. No. <laughs> uh, but without Invisible Man, we wouldn't have uh, probably wouldn't have hooked up with Sam Neill, so we wouldn't have had True. Sam Neill in this movie. But I liked him in this movie. How'd you feel about Sam Neill? He he was decent. Yeah. He's okay. pretty decent. I liked him. Uh I'm you came down kinda hard on Sam Neill and in Invisible Man. Because so. he's just kind of wooden and everything. <laughs> he's just all like, eh. um He's all like Cake Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the only right. New Zealand thing I know. Um, yeah, Flight of the Concords. They're from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see how long you'd let that dead air hang. <laughs> um, yeah, boy, this really we ran out of steam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's well. I think we just had, I think we just ran out of things to rant about, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so next we got Village of the Damned. 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 Uh, we're you know we're closing in on the uh, last few movies here. This I think I haven't seen Village of the Damned, but um, we're getting into this next phase of Carpenter movies that I've talked about. The Escape from L.A. Vampires goes to Mars. Yeah. And then the ward is much later. It's its own thing. So this is this next. I haven't seen Vampires or Ghost of Mars, but I've seen Escape from L.A. I like Vampires. I haven't seen it, so we shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw the trailer for Ghost of Mars, and it's got a real, uh, I don't know. Was It looked like a TV show also. It looked like a fucking kid. It looked like an episode of Star Trek. I haven't seen Vampires in a long time. Yeah. But now, since I'm paying attention to cinematography, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna come down hard on him again. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he gets better. I don't know nope. because he did, he did not get better from Prince of Darkness to Mouth of Madness. So, I don't understand. Prince of Darkness looked decent. It's not. I mean, no, it's not Dean well, Cundey. It's not Dean Cundy, but then, you know, there's also a team working under Kib, so you never, I don't know. We don't know what the, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know shit. Yeah, we don't know shit about shit. That's, we're two nobodies. That's the whole All point of the show. All we know is that we don't know nothing. <laughs> and it's a countdown to <laughs> Halloween. Get your candy, you know what we mean. Is that a euphemism? I don't know. Michael Myers is making you scream on this. <laughs> Countdown to uh, All right, everybody. Watch Village of the Damned. Uh, go see Black Panther. Let me know how it is. Watch In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, watch In the Mouth of Madness. This is a cool... Poorly you, shot film. <laughs> this is a cool movie. I don't own this one, but I would. Um, I would probably... I almost bought it, but I just rented it. Yeah, I rented That's it, one too. one of the few I, just, I don't own. Yeah, I wanted to... Uh, 
just wanted to dip my toe in. But I would rewatch this. I'd give it some time. Yeah. Um, but this is a movie that would benefit from seeing a couple of times because it's yeah. it's wacky. There's a lot going on. In yeah, it. I bet you would catch different things the second time through mm-hmm. now that you kind of figured it out. Um, all right, folks. Well, that is all there is to say. So uh, tune in next week. Make sure to uh, hit us up. Twitters, Facebooks, Googles, um, Carpenter Rants Pod at gmail.com, at Carpenter Rants, at the Carpenter Rants, at your mom's Carpenter Rants. Like, and we're all over the place. So, um, see our commercial done during the Olympics. Yes, we do have a commercial airing during the Olympics. Uh, if you believe it'll be there. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so go Team USA. Um, yeah, yeah, or Team Russia. It's all the same thing these days. <laughs> all right, that's political commentary. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, I am Caleb. I'm Doug. <laughs> Keep on ranting. Poorly shot here. <laughs>